This call may be recorded or transcribed. Morning, good morning. Happy Monday. This is from Arizona. I'm your doing this morning. Do you like to say good morning? Good morning, it's Susie. Morning, Sister Susie. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. You have a blessed day. Thank you, Jesus. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. This is Lisa from Arizona. I'm your greeter this morning. Did anybody else join the line? Want to say good morning? Good morning. It's Sister Tracy. Happy Monday. Where is Sister Tracy? Happy Monday to you, too. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, this is Cynthia. Good morning, this is Marcella. Happy Monday. Blessings, everyone. Good morning, Marcella. Good morning, Thanks for joining us. 
Good morning. This is Catherine. Happy Monday. Good morning, Happy Monday. I'm Patricia from Arizona. We agree this morning. Did anybody else join the line? I'll just say good morning before I get started with the business at hand. Good morning. This is Dr. Good morning, Ms. Kiss. Happy Monday to you. Happy Monday. Good morning, Ms. Monica. Happy Monday. All right, Victor, we're going to go ahead and get started with the business at hand. Can I ask if everybody can take a look at their listening device to make sure that the standard mute button is pressed as the call is being recorded and we would like to preserve the integrity of it? Thank you very much for that. Hello, hello, welcome, happy Monday. I am Leticia from Arizona and I am your hostess this morning. I wanted to thank each and every one of you for joining us here on Declare Victory, where we're a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, here to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to continue joining us daily during August, where the monthly theme is entitled Noob. This means that all the declarations will be focused on our understanding that all things have been made new, such as a new heart, new mind, new beginnings, new name, new desires, and new song according to the mind, heart, and will of God. There are three announcements today. First, Please join us tonight and every Monday night for Marriage Matters. It's for marriage couples or marriage hopefuls. You can call them the same number, and it begins tonight at 6.30 p.m. Goes for one hour. You'll be happy that you did. Second, please join us this week on Wednesday evening and every Wednesday evening at 6 p.m. at Pacific Standard Time by calling the same number to participate in the short prayer entitled Prayer for the Children. It is a new call that will be held every Wednesday evening for those that are interested in praying for the children and young adults that they love. Please bring your child's name and be prepared to participate in a collective prayer to change their lives. Mark your calendars. I did hear some feedback, so if you guys can just take a look at that listening device one more time to make sure the standard mute button is pressed. So the call is not interrupted. The last announcement of the day is for if you would like to offer, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission here at Declare Victory is to have a sound declaration based on the biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to 
serve our communities in need. Would you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. DeclareVictory.org, PayPal.me backslash DeclareVictory, or the Cash App, which is the dollar sign, I Declare Victory Now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There are no prayer requests coming on the app, nor are there any spoken ones. The order of the call today is the prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Yolandra. The declaration will be brought by Pamela. Then we'll go into writing the closing comments, hosted by Pamela. Again, the order of the call today is the prayer and the corporate praise will be brought by Yolandra. The declaration will be brought by Pamela. Then after that, we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Declare Pamela. The scripture reading for today is from Isaiah chapter 65, verse 17, and it reads, For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the formal things will not be remembered or come to mind. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, your final time, please, 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 please check your listening device to make sure that your standard mute button is on. We do not want to interrupt the call. When the call is being recorded, we want to preserve the integrity of it for listeners now and the listeners of the playback. Please, please, please check your phone, your listening device, press your standard mute button. Uh, thank you guys again for joining us to Claire Victory on this wonderful Monday. And I pass the call to the prayer warrior, Yolandra. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. You are welcome. You are welcome. You are welcome. We invite you in right now in the name of Jesus, asking that you would saturate this place, Lord God, saturate this call, Lord God. Lord God, move, move, and um, saturate our bodies and spirits with your presence. You are welcome. We invite you in right now in the name of Jesus. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation. Lord, deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom, thine is the power, and forever the glory. Amen. God, we thank you for another day fresh and new. Lord God, a day that we have never seen before. Lord God, we pray that we use it for your glory, God. We pray that we will go forward in your power, God. Lord God, your word says, Lord God, that as we ask you, Lord God, you will 
cleanse us of all our sins and iniquity, Lord God. Make us fresh. Make us new, God. Make us a new creature, Lord Jesus. Every day, God, that we wake up and you give us breath in our body, God, we recognize it as another new opportunity that we did not have the day before. So we praise your magnificent and sovereign name. Lord God, your word says that you will renew a right spirit within us, Lord God. Whenever, Lord God, we feel uh, hopeless and short, Lord God, irritable, Lord God, whenever we feel uh, anxiety and stresses of this world, God, your word says that you will renew us, refresh us, and restore us, Lord God. Put us back on the path, Lord God, to your kingdom, Lord God, your your word says that whenever we think of things that are outside of your will, God, that we would think upon Philippians 4.13, God, that we will think on these things, Lord God, the things that feed our spirits, Lord God, the things that cause us to grow and yearn for you, Lord God, the things that bring us closer to you, God, we bless your name. God, I pray for every person on this line, every person, every prayer request, spoken or, or unspoken, Lord God, every need, Lord God, may it be satisfied to the field, God. I bless your name. Hallelujah. God, I come to you right now asking that you will uh, be with each and every one of us, Lord God, that you will never leave us or forsake us. Your word says that you will not, Lord God, and we stand in that, Lord God. Your word says there is no condemnation in you, Lord God. And we thank you, God, because we are people, Lord God, but we are your people, Lord God. And though we may fall short, Lord God, we know, we know that we have an opportunity with each breath, Lord God, to correct ourselves, Lord Jesus. Oh, God, to seek your face, Lord God. Oh, God, to fall prostrate, prostrate, Lord God, in front of you, Lord God, asking for your help. Lord God, we know that we can do nothing without you, God, and everything is possible with you, God. Lord God, we are your people. We are your children, Lord God. So we thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, God, there is nothing and no one greater than you, God, never before and never will be. Jesus came and saved us, Lord God, shed his blood so that we are uh, with you, Lord God. So we pray to stay focused and centered with you, God. Whenever, Lord God, we may feel lost, Lord God, and and um, hopeless, Lord God, Lord God, and weak in our spirits, Lord God. Oh, God, refresh and renew us, Lord God. Oh, God, help us look to the hills from which our help comes. Oh, God, we need you more today than yesterday, Lord God. There are so many things in this world, Lord God, that would make us feel as if, Lord God, that, that there is no hope. But we know, God, we know from a, beyond a shadow of a doubt, Lord God, that you are real and that you reign and that you are superior and that you are sovereign, Lord God. Oh, God, we pray, Lord God, that we live this day better than we did the day before. God, 
We bless your name. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, glory, glory, glory. Oh, bless your magnificent name. Oh, God. Oh, God, Jehovah Jireh. Oh, God, Jehovah Nisi. Oh, God, Jehovah Shalom. God, you are everything that we need. Lord, I pray for those who are sick, Lord God. I pray for those that um, have left this place, Lord God, to be with you. Lord God, we call out their names right now. Oh, God, I pray for Mary E. Hill King, Lord God, that she may rest with you. God, I pray for Jesus, Scott, Lord God, that she may rest with you. God, I pray for every person who has lost a loved one, everyone who may be low in heart, Lord God, everyone who may be just feeling like they're hanging on. Oh, God, help us to hang on, Lord God. Help us to hang on, Lord God. Help us to know that your strength, Lord God, your word will renew and refresh us, Lord God. Help us to know, God, that everything that we do, Lord God, is for you. God, forgive us for our sins, Lord God. Things we may do against you knowingly and unknowingly, God. I pray, Lord God, that we would rebuke every spirit, every spirit, every formation of Satan that he may show up in our lives, God. Help us to think less of ourselves, Lord God, and more of others, Lord God. Help us to be a light, Lord God, to show someone else, Lord God, a new way of living. God, refresh us, renew us, restore us, Lord God. Give us everything that we need this day. And God, when we pray to you, Lord God, give us the ability to work Wait, excuse me, to wait, wait, wait on your word. Wait on your promises, Lord God. Wait on the fulfillment, Lord God, because your word will not fail us. It is true. It will not come back void. So we bless your name this morning. We bless your name this morning. We bless your name this morning. God, help us to see things differently, Lord God. Help us to see things differently, Lord God. Help us to see things differently, Lord God. Help us to counter every negative feeling and every negative thought with your word, God. Help us to seek your word, Lord God. When you wake us up in the middle of the night, Lord God, give us direction, Lord God, of what to do and what to pray and what to say and what to read. Lord, I bless you. I thank you. We need you. We love you. You are our king. There is nothing in no one. And oh, God, we are so grateful that you have renewed us, Lord God, that you have picked us up, Lord God, and turned us around, Lord God, and set us forward, Lord God. And we are here today, this day, only because of your love and your mercy and your graciousness, Lord God. Lord God, we pray that you will reveal to us, each one of us, what our path is in this life, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you would just manifest, Lord God, and grow and mushroom in our lives. God, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Give us a refreshing spirit. God, oh, God, give us the joy, the joy, the joy, Lord God, that surpasses all understanding and the peace, the peace, the peace, God, that cannot be. 
it down. Give us what we need this day. Because this day is all that we have, Lord God. We're not looking back on the past, but looking forward to a new future, Lord God. A new beginning, God. And everything starts with you. So I bless your magnificent name. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Oh, God, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, when we're weary, Lord God. Refresh us, Lord God. When we're weary, Jesus, refresh us, Lord God. When we're too busy for you, Lord God, like us, and God, slow us down. And help us to focus on what is really essential and what is really necessary and what will keep us, Lord God, and that is you. So as we take our phones off and mute, Lord God, renew and refresh, Holy Spirit. Restore our Thank you. 
And we knew that in all things God worked for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. God, you knew from the beginning, from the beginning, who would follow you, God. That is so amazing. You knew we would take wrong turns and cause problems along the way, but God, you have set our path straight. We are a new creature in Christ. We honor you, God. We love you, God. We pray for the declarators coming forward that you will bless them with a message, Lord God, that will pierce our spirits and give us just enough sustenance for this day. All these things I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I want to start off by just thanking our um host this morning uh, just greeting us and it's just such a blessing to hear your sound every morning um uh, Leticia from Arizona thank you for uh hosting and greeting us it's just a blessing to hear you and sister Yolanda thank you so much for that prayer you just took us straight to the throne of God and I just really appreciate you my sister um, let's get started um, because I fear that this might go a little long, so I'll just bear with me. Um, this uh, morning, well, let me start off um, and with a, just a really quick prayer. Father God, I just pray, Lord, that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Oh, Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Um, now, the Lord led me to uh, this particular text for um, the, the uh, declaration this morning, and um, it comes out of Ezekiel, the 37th chapter. And uh, I'm going to just read uh, verse 3 and 4a, and I really want to encourage you to read the entire chapter of Ezekiel. And um, I'll actually kind of go back and walk us through um, parts of the chapter. Uh, but Ezekiel um, uh, 37, verse, um, hold on one second, 37. And I'm going to be reading um, from the New King James Version, verses 3 and 4. And I'm actually going to stop at verse 4a, so uh, 37. And it reads from the new, actually, New International Version. Sorry about that. <laughs> he asked me, son of man, can these bones live? I said, sovereign Lord, you know, only you know. Then he said to me, prophesy. So that's it. <laughs> uh, but leave your Bibles open if you have your Bibles open, because we're going to kind of walk through this. Um, Elizabeth Schumatoff is an artist whose most famous painting is that of President Franklin Roosevelt. And during their first meeting, Roosevelt was really astonished uh, by her talent and her ability 
and her skills, and immediately he hired her to paint his portrait for the White House. However, Roosevelt postponed the second meeting due to his deteriorating health, and she still arrived at his vacation home, uh, but she said that he was still in good spirits, and he agreed to go through with this portrait as long as she painted him outside. And as she was about to finish this painting for the day, Roosevelt slumped over in his chair and lost consciousness. He later died several hours later. And that portrait is still unfinished because Roosevelt ran out of time. There's a sculpture by Michael Angelo entitled David Apollo, and it was created in 1530. However, it un remains unfinished because it said that it is said that Michael Angelo abandoned the work for artistic purposes. You could say that it remains unfinished because Michael Angelo ran out of vision. The National Monument of Scotland, called the Apocalypse, was constructed in 1826, and its construction started through only one-third of its height because the funds needed to complete the project never was raised and construction was abandoned after three years and the acropolis still remains unfinished because they, may, remain, they ran out of money. Now, there's also this small town in Burma where the king started to build this large bagona and the process began to complete but the people began to claim that there was this prophecy that stated that the entire kingdom would perish as soon as the was as soon as this shrine was completed. It was to tower over 500 feet, yet only it reached only one third its height because the king became fearful that he would die once they finished the project. And it still remains unfinished to this day because the king ran out of faith. All these projects that were begun and not finished um, makes me think of even myself. There's things that I have done, and I'm sure each of us even on this call have done that remain unfinished. I, I started this children's book at the beginning of the pandemic. And I wrote several pages of it, um, even had my nephew reading it and helping me with it and assisting with it and giving me his feedback, his critical feedback. And it still remains unfinished. As soon as I, I thought I was, I was, you know, at the very end, I had to go back and change some things. And I got so frustrated writing this children's book, and I have not returned to this book yet. You could say that I ran out of steam. I ran out of confidence. We all set out to finish, but sometimes time or resource, vision, favor, things stop us 
even our own expectation get in the way. And we start strong, but somehow along the way, we peter out. Whether intentionally or unintentionally, we forsake the initial goal and we settle for something different and we're cool with the settling. We basically quit. We quit school. We quit, quit, the, quit the hustle to start our own business. We quit the quest for better health. I mean, pandemic pounds are a real thing. Trust me, I have several pounds on me now. <laughs> but we, it's, it's, it's strange because when we first start out as Christians, we get excited. We're on fire. We have this newfound life on Christ, and, and we begin to go to Bible study. We do all of it. We can't get enough of it. We have passion, we have calling, we have leading from God, and then it happens. All, it, all our expectations aren't met, and people aren't always what we think they are. That Christian walk that we started off begins to tarnish somewhere. We find out that it's a lot harder than we anticipated. And we're not as receptive because people aren't receptive as we thought they were. And we become the odd man out and then we quit. We don't leave, but we quit. We don't leave, but we quit because we check out while we're still checked in. We leave the work that God has called us to unfinished. We start going through the motions. And then we began to get frustrated. Our dreams have dried. Our calling has dried. Our purpose has dried. Our passions have dried. And we begin to ask the question, can these bones live? And then we answer the question, Lord, you know. But we don't always answer with anticipation. We answer with um, you know, anticipation of what God is going to do. We answer with criticizing, and we sit down and wait, hoping that somebody would come by and blow breath into our projects, blow breath into what we're doing, blow breath into our visions, our hopes, our lives. We pray for some possibility of recovery but our dreams become very dry. But today there is a wind in our future. God has us here to hear a word for our situations today that can turn our life around, knowing that there can be new hope, new life, new vision, new purpose for us. So before you throw up the deuces and check out or tap out, God wants us to know that we are not finished yet. We're not finished yet. That's what we learned from Ezekiel in this text. It's only the halftime. The game's not over. <laughs> There's still higher heights and deeper depths that we can go. There's still things that we can do, and we've got to get back into the game. We've got to get back on the trail. We've got to do what God has called us to do because the clock is still running. We are not finished yet. So we need to tell ourselves 
that I am not finished yet. I am not finished yet. There's still new hope in me. There's still vision in me. In this text, it's a vision that's received by the prophet Ezekiel about the nation Israel. Because Israel is in exile because it has rebelled against God again. <laughs> I mean, they tend to go through this cycle. Um, Old Testament has this cycle that goes rebel, repentance, renew, repeat over and over again. And God finally has enough. And he abstained from the... Uh, he sent them to captivity in Babylon. And Jeremiah tells the people that they're going to be in captivity for a while. Doesn't that sound like COVID? They were in captivity for a while. Make some good plans because you're going to be here for a minute. And Israel understands this message. This Prophetic writing moves from judgment to resurrection. Chapters from 33 to 39, our text is a part of this promise. For the dry bones is the scene of this time. Israel is defeated, it's destroyed, and dismembered. It, it's destroyed, it's destructed, but this is not its final fate because later uh, it becomes restored to a mighty army later in this same chapter. But what we learn from Ezekiel in this chapter is stamina. Stamina to run the race, stamina to continue, stamina to to Continue without fail. Now, Ezekiel is this refugee uh, in the Babylon nation. Um, and he's understanding that he's living in a time where there's prof false prophets that the people are listening to. So Ezekiel finds himself in this hard place. Ezekiel does not quit. He doesn't kick his community to the cub curve or or consider it hopeless because he received this prophetic vision from the Lord. And he realized that even though this commission about the people is bad, it's worse than he even anticipated. And his it's his um it's his approach to this unfinished work that teaches us how to stay in the game, how to pursue things without cost, how to trust God when we're up against the wall. Because we know that even though we see that things are not finished, God sees them as new again. God can bring life into our dead situations. Even if there's things that we need to get done, we need to know that we're not finished yet. Even if you even if you have quit, even if you have dropped out of the game, God wants us to know that 
he is not finished with us yet. Now, first, Ezekiel sees scriptures in the 37th chapter of Ezekiel tells us in the first couple of verses that we must open our eyes and see God. It's just that simple. Open our eyes and see God. It's right there in front of us. In verses 1 and 2, it says, The hand of the Lord was on me, and he brought me out of the spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of the valley, and it was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. You see, in the face of difficult circumstances, we need to open our eyes. We must see God. If we're going to make a difference, if we're going to make a difference in our community, if we're going to make a difference in others' lives, we must see God. If we're going to go higher, lower, deeper, wider, we need to open our eyes and see God in the midst of our destruction. Because when Ezekiel opened his eyes, he saw the presence and the power of God. This was not the first time he seen God's hand upon him. Because Ezekiel had become sensitive to hearing God's voice. He was experiencing God's presence in an intimate way. We are quick to get to the desolation by skipping over the divine. Ezekiel wasn't in this place. He was, it was divinely directed. The hand of God was on him. Now, the hand of God does not only represent the provision of God, but it represents the protection of God. The hand of God represents the protection of God. There's a comfort in knowing that God is with us. God is with us through the times when we feel that we are done. He has never forsaken us. The psalmist says, where can I go? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I ride on the wings of the dawn, you are there. If I set it settle on the far side of the sea, you are there. There your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. Just on the offense that that doesn't make any sense, I want you to understand that God is always with you. When you're in your car, he's there. When you're on your job, he's there. When you're at school, he's there. When you're at the store, he's there. When you're at the gas station, he's there. When you're at home, he's there. When you're with your children, he's there. When you're in jail, he's there. When you're in the hospital, he's there. When you're in the courthouse, he's there. Even at the Capitol, he's there. God is everywhere. He walks with us and he talks with us. He's always with us. He tells us that we are his own. The joy that we share as we tarry there, none other have ever known because God is always there. He provides. We must first see God in our situation. Not only must we open the, 
our eyes to the power and the presence of God, but we must open our eyes to see the revisions and revisit, revisit the revision that God has for us. We see how Jeremiah began to open his eyes and see the bones. And as he saw the bones, he went back and forth. The scripture says he went back and forth. He was revisioning what was possible. God wants us to look again and revisit because these dry bones weren't new to to, 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 uh, Ezekiel. He had seen them before. But God desires that we go back and scrutinize what we're seeing, revisit it, come again to a place. The revision means to see it afresh, anew. Ezekiel's been a part of this community for his entire life. But God in his wisdom takes them back over and through these bones of his community. He wants us to see the devastation. He wants us to see the desolation. He wants us to see the deterioration. He wants us to see this image because we should not look away from our country, our community, our family, the destruction. He wants us to look again because God is transporting us to this bird's eye view. It's a fact-finding mission that something else is coming. Remember, God is not finished with us yet. He's helping us realize that it's not someone else's responsibility. It's our responsibility. We shouldn't get it twisted because being in the presence of God is a safe place we can always be. However, it's not just for us to sit and dwell and bask, but it's a place where God is to minister to us. It's easy when you're in the middle of the miraculous, when you're sitting among God's awesome presence. We can turn like Peter, James, and John and say, let's just build a tabernacle. Let's just stay here. Let's remain here. But God needs us to meet the needs of the people who are in the valley. We're called to look again. We're called to revision what we see and open our eyes. You see, even though Ezekiel saw the majesty of God, he also saw the desolation. He saw the bones that were bleached white. He moved about throughout the bones because God is also God to the bones as well. But the spirit of God needs to make us reverence towards all human beings. Someone once said that if the harvest is rotten, it's not the harvest's fault. It's rotten because nobody picked the fruit. The bones may no longer be formed in God's image, but they're still God's. We need to be careful before we pass judgment because it all belongs to God. It's only by God's grace that we're on a fact-finding mission to figure out 
why things are left unfinished. We need to see God in his power and call upon God. Now, God can also open our ears so that we can hear him. We need to open our ears and hear him. In verse 3, it says, Son of man, can these bones live? I said, Sovereign Lord, you alone know. It's after Ezekiel sees God and he begins to review the situation and assess the situation from I look at it from God's perspective. Then God begins to ask this question to him. Just as our eyes can see God, we have to do the same with our ears. We must hear God first. For God asked this question of the prophet, can these bones live? And the noting of this bone is significant. It's this dry state tells us that these bones have been into the elements for such a long time that there isn't even marrow in the bone. Now, many of us cooks on this bone know that there's no life in the bone, and bone without marrow is not good for anything because without the marrow, you can't even make gravy with it. You can't even make a stock with it because bone with marrow can make something good out of it, but a dog don't even want a dry bone. But God asked, can these dry bones live? Now, Ezekiel's not unfamiliar with the resurrection of the dead. He's seen it before. He's no stranger to this probability of resurrection. However, these examples, people normally were deceased, but most people were not dried like these bones. Their bodies had not turned white, but these bones had been a long time in the valley. It's the probability of life coming forth and their being resurrected is rare and impossible. In the same breath that we say we're going to go higher heights, and deeper deeps, deeper depths, we, we look at these dry bones and we think of these dry bones and these areas that are unfinished in our life, but it's not going to happen there. <laughs> you know, even though God can do all things, we look at some communities that we live in and we say, but, but it ain't going to happen there. Because those folks are never going to change. They seem to be dead and dismembered and dry. We have no expectation that there can be anything else. We don't expect anything good to come out of these neighborhoods or communities like Richmond or East Oakland. We've written them off. We write off a community. And when you write off a community, you're writing off the people. You have no expectation that things will be different. And if God were to ask us if the dry bones in our lives would live, our answers would be no. We have no expectation. This isn't new because, like I said, we write off communities. They write off the community that Jesus came from. They said, can anything good come from Nazareth? 
But we need to be careful when we write off communities because they don't meet our expectations. Just like a savior can come out of the ghetto of Nazareth and a president can come out of the murder capital of Chicago, it's possible for God to redeem these bones and bring them back to life. Now, Ezekiel didn't say no. He didn't even say, I don't know. But what he said was he understood God's power. He he instead responded, God, you alone know. It's not the easy way out. Because after you open your eyes and see, you have to open your eyes and hear God. Because we must hear what God is saying to us. Because God doesn't just love us. He loves everybody. He doesn't just want to save us. He wants to save everyone. He doesn't just want to redeem us. He wants to redeem everybody. And I think that when Ezekiel heard this question, he thought if God can't save these dry bones, he can't save us. He can't save me because these bones and the prophet were bound to the same the same uh, uh, future, the same possibility. Someone once said that faith means that my best future is in God's hand. That same definition applies to our lives and these dry bones. Their best future is in God's hand. And that's our problem is we haven't put our dry bones in God's hand. That, that comment, Lord, you alone knows, is surrendering to God, trusting God to complete the work. What valley of dry bones have we neglected in our lives? What valley of dry bones have we forsaken in our lives? What valley of dry bones have we written off? God is calling us and asking us, can these dry bones live? He's challenging us to give it to the Lord and trust him with the dry bones in our life, to bring new life to them. He wants us to put this thing in God's hand and trust him with our lives, with our future, with our purpose. Because God is not finished with us yet. God also wants us to open our mouth and obey God. Verse 4 begins with these words. Then he said, prophesy to the bones. We must open our mouths and obey God. Sometimes this seems like an impossible step, a task. God is asking Ezekiel to speak to bones that are dismembered and dry, bones that have been long separated from each other. It's just like taking a branch that has fallen from a tree and sticking it in water and expecting it to grow that has been dried out. But God is asking us to trust him. God is asking us to believe that he is able to do all things that are impossible. He can bring it back to possible. Because, but we must obey. Samuel said that obedience is better than sacrifice. 
The Lord said, not my will, but your will be done, because there's something to be said about obedience. On the surface, it doesn't make sense. However, when we obey God and cooperate with God without complaining, then we can see things happening. The scripture says that we should lean not into our own understanding. We don't need an explanation. We don't need to understand how it's going to happen. We just need to trust God to make it happen. God said it, and that's what settles it. Whether you believe it or not, when God says it's so, it is so. And there's something about obedience. When we trust God with impossible tasks in our lives, he can bring newness to it. Yes, we need to see God with our eyes and believe that he can do all things. We need to hear God with our ears and know that when he speaks into our heart that things can be changed. And we need to speak God's word and be obedient to what he's calling each of us to do because the word can change things. The word can bring life into our situation. The word can bring a new future to us. The word can bring newness to us, can bring new hope and new vision. God is calling us to prophesy. When we hear the word of the Lord, he's calling us to rebuild our communities and rebuild our lives and go back and rebuild broken situations. Now, the scripture talks about how there was a rattling sound when the bones came together. And many of us have heard the childhood song, how the the neck bone is connected to the shoulder bone. Well, these bones begin to come together and the entire body began to form together. The toe was connected to the foot and the foot was connected to the heel and the heel was connected to the ankle and the ankle was connected to the leg and the leg was connected to the knee. The knee was connected to the thigh, the thigh to the abdomen, the back to the shoulder, the shoulder to the arms and the neck and the head and the fingers and the hands and the arms were formed. And the scripture says that tendons were formed and flesh and skin connected them together. We get excited when we see what God is doing. When these bones begin to come together, there was like the sound of an earthquake. I want to encourage you not to let the noise fool you. (laughs) These bones were no longer dry, but they had no breath in them. I want to encourage you that even though there's not any life in our situation, don't let the noise fool you. When it looks like things are starting to come together, don't let the noise fool you. Because some people will come and go talking loud and saying nothing. Don't let the noise fool you. There's some folks that think that they're speaking on behalf of our behalf coming in and out of our neighborhoods and our communities saying there are leaders, but don't let that noise fool you. 
There's political leaders that think that they know what's best for our communities, pushing legislation that undermine our work. But don't let the noise fool you. Because until you have that breath, that very breath of God, there's a lot of talk and no action. Because you're not finished yet. Then in verse 9, the scripture tells us that the prophet was commanded to prophesy again. And as he commanded and prophesied, breath came into the army. The first word, they took form, and the second word, they took formation. They became humanity. It reminds me of the blind man when Jesus first touched, he saw men as trees, but the second touch, it was clear. I want to encourage you that we're not finished yet. There's a word in us. We have to open our mouth and believe God. We need to open our mouth and believe God. For the scripture says, thy word have I hid in, the lot, hid in my heart. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Thy word, like a two-edged sword, thy word becomes flesh and dwells among us. For it's the word that brings power. It's the word that brings healing. It's the word that brings deliverance. It's the word that brings new hope. It's the word that brings new vision and the word that brings new faith, new strength, new purpose. God is not finished with us yet. We must see God. We must hear God. We must obey God and speak his word into the unfinished parts of our lives. We must speak God's word into the unfinished purpose and the unfinished vision. When God spoke the word, the universe came into existence. And when we begin to speak the word in our house and speak the word in our lives and speak the word in our health and speak the word in our community, then things will come to life again. Then God will breathe breath into those communities and breathe breath into our situations and bring breath into our unfinished projects because we're not finished yet. God desires to use us today, and he desires to have us open our eyes and see him, hear him, and speak his word so that he can breathe life into our dead situation and bring new new life, new vision, new hope, new purpose. God bless you all. I want to open the uh, lines up and the call up for you to say good morning and for those who did not get a chance to say good morning. Good morning, this is Diane. Good morning, Diane. Good morning. Good morning, morning, Sister Pisa, great decoration. Good morning. 
Good, Good morning, morning. Ms. Kashanda. Awesome declaration. Good morning, Kashanda. Good, Good morning. morning. Go ahead. Good morning, this is Carla. Great declaration. Good morning, Carla. Good morning. This is Rita. Beautiful declaration. I enjoyed it. I like to drive on. Good morning, Rita. Y'all. Y'all, 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 y'all. It's the Smith in the house. Hey, Eric. Hey, Juju. Hey. Good morning. It's beloved Barb. I really enjoyed your declaration. Everybody be blessed today. Good morning, beloved Barb. Good morning. Good morning. morning. It's persistent Priscilla. On time declaration, on time word. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, Priscilla. Good morning, Kenya. Good morning, Kenya. Good morning, Mom. This is David. That was an awesome declaration. Love you, love you. Hey, sweetie. Good morning. Good morning. This is Sister Stephanie. Just checking in. It was a beautiful declaration. Hey, good morning. Hello. Good morning. Um, that was such an awesome declaration. This is my to you guys. That was such a. I love every bit of it. Still, Good still, got, still got it on my mind. That was just. It spoke to my heart for sure and my spirit. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning, um, Oh, good morning. Good morning. This is Rochelle. I just want to say thank you for speaking life into dry bones. God bless you. Amen. Good morning, Rochelle. At this time, if there's anyone who has any comments or questions, or feel free to share now. Yeah, good morning. Uh, masterful, masterful uh, declaration. Uh, I, I love when 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 uh, somebody takes a, 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 a familiar and well uh, read Bible passages and 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 breathes uh, new life into that, like just like like the bones. Um, uh, it would do so many things. Uh, I could probably talk for thirty minutes on it, but just just the the the, the, the obedience of God, uh, the hand of God being um, <clears throat> being not only a providence but, but protection, but also the the call for us to to prophesy or preach to the dry bones. There are so many dry bones that we uh, society has labeled uh, a people. Uh, community, uh, even those who who uh, strayed from 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 the church family or lost their way, those who have uh, slipped through the cracks of society, uh, uh, we don't look we don't look at them uh, because all we can see is dry bones. But but to be able to use the word that I love how you said it, there's a word within us, and even that word requires a process. Sometimes it's not. Uh, it's not just in us just to speak at one time, but to speak and to speak again. And, and, and it is in, in our words that the power of God 
and the Holy Spirit can be used to take take those uh uh, those dry bones to to you know to, to to reanimate the marrow and to put flesh on things. We we have been given the authority by Jesus Christ to speak life and not death. Uh, beautiful, it was beautiful. And is it something? Is it me? Or is it just your sound that has that has really changed uh, throughout this pandemic? The the uh, 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 I'm, I'm I'm loving what I'm hearing. So I just want to say, my sister, uh, God bless you. Once again, not just a beautiful, but a masterful declaration. I was truly blessed. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Brother Eric. <clears throat> yeah, I was, you know, really praying about what to um, speak on and, you know, kind of going back and forth. And, you know, throughout this pandemic, you know, I know for me it has, brought forth um, an opportunity to revisit things that I had left behind, you know, things that I had left undone, unfinished, and, you know, and just spending that time with God and him directing and ordering my steps and what to do and how to do it. Um, You know, like the podcast came out of that, and, you know, there were several things that came out of it, Um, but, you know, it's just good to see how, you know, when we really are obedient to what God calls us to do and not beat it, um, you know, a lot can come forth, you know, things that we thought were dead and over and finished, you know, God said it's not so. Hello? Yes. Hey, hi. I just have to um, come in real quick before I have to finish with Yvonne, but your declaration spoke in some just so loud to me in so many ways of like, you know, not giving up on a person or giving up on the situation. Um, it just really, for me, my, my bonus son kept on popping up in my head. I just been, been so lately been so um, angry and resistant on, um, cause I, I feel like I'm, um, they just threw him over to me. Like make a long story short. It's like, everything is on me. He have um, just been diagnosed with a um, mental illness and everything. And his biological mm-hmm. mother and father pretty much straight up told me, you know, they F him. You know, they pretty much said that. So for me, I just been so angry about it and like, I ain't doing this. And I just, you know, I, and just through your declaration, I was hearing, you know, you just don't throw people away. You just don't um, give up on them like that. You know what I mean? And, you know, you, you, God can, um, that's God's son. And, he can speak, you know, continue to speak life into him. Only that's all you really can do and pray for him. But even then, it's so many. Not, that was just one situation that popped up in my head of how, you know, um, God didn't give up on me. You know, he didn't give up on my dry bones. You know, he spoke, you know, it's just a lot. You, that, that It was just so beautiful. And I just want to say thank you for giving me that um like definitely God answered your prayers because it's like this different perspective on this morning on how to look at it instead of being angry about it and, you know, and and everything. So I just want to say thank you. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're right. We can get so frustrated with people and individuals and, um, you know, things that kind of fall into our lap. Um, You know, I have been kind of dealing not with necessarily a mental health issue, but, you know, the whole summer, David and I 
had been in Arizona taking care of my parents. And, you know, um, my mother has Alzheimer, my dad's getting dementia, and, you know, it just gets overwhelming and frustrating. And a couple of my siblings just want to put them in a home and just forget about them. And I'm like, you know, I can't do that to them. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's hard sometimes, but, you know, we just need to turn it over to God and just trust him to, you know, give life to the situation and give you the energy and, yeah. you know, the ability to continue on. I, especially when you said that in the beginning, like, you know, give you that new courage, give you that new um inspiration, you know, in, in different, not just in that area, but in different things, like even for my business and everything, you know, the envy definitely, even the inner mm-hmm. me, now, I'm, I'm not even talking about double, but the in, the inner me what can make you just see things and want to just say, oh, just go back into the, the uh, as I call, the norm, you know, that norm, right. and I refuse to go back into that, that poverty thinking of norm, you know, so to thank you for just bringing that back, it's like, was a fire being relit. You know what I mean? Amen. Thank Amen. you. Thank you. Is there anyone else? <coughs> yeah, this brother Eric again. I, I just wanted to say too, one of the things uh that really caught my uh mind was you, you use uh, the the first word was used to, was used to, uh, form, but the second was used to formation. That really really hit me. I, I love that phrase, um, and and it spoke to me in a way that, you know, when when Christ gave the commission first to the disciples and and via all of us, that is it's not enough to proclaim the gospel. And the gospel does give life, but but. <clears throat> To, to also to leave somebody at that point, it, but but to to speak and to and to organize uh, out of chaos. See, that's more than proclaiming the gospel. That's discipleship. See, God told 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 us not to go into the world, but He still told us to disciple them, the nations. And so when we speak and 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 speak formation, that's that's more than just just bringing person to Christ. That's that's ministry. That's discipleship. That's kingdom building. Right, right. Yeah, developing them, bringing them together. Exactly. Not just leaving them out there. Amen. If the body of the if the body has to if if the body of the church is to rise and to be uh, the church triumphant, the church militant, especially in these times, we need more than the word. We need people to to to, to be there to to guide us. We need uh, the the mature uh, Christians, those who are, are the leaders, to 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 say you know this is this is how it's done and and um um and and not to be afraid to be example like Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. To provide the example as well as the instruction uh, uh, is very, very important in this time. Yes. Yes, it is. <clears throat> Thank you so much, Eric. Good morning. Hey, this is Tanya, not Tanya. Good morning, Pam. Um, hey. My eye- hey, my eyes bucked out of my head, honey, when I heard you. Um, their sound absolutely has changed. I'm so excited. I don't know if you recognize it. Um, Eric, thank you no, for saying I it. I was like, what? You don't? Oh, yeah, it's changed. I was like, what? what is it? I was drawn in. Not that you haven't, 
no, not that you have not been an excellent speaker before, but the sound is very thorough, very, very knowledgeable. But this, it wasn't just the knowledge. It was like life in your words. And that's, I don't want to say it's magical. Uh, what do I want to say? I don't, I don't want to say spiritual. It's just special. Um, you've tapped into something. I don't know what. Uh, but, yeah, it was really, it was refreshing even to hear, now how's she going to hook that up? That was good. I, I like <laughs> unfinished direction. I didn't even I was know like, how what? I was going to hook it up, girl. <laughs> yeah, you hooked it up really well. You hooked it up really well. Thank you for sharing this morning. Amen. Thank you for sharing. Good morning. This is Sister Stephanie. Uh, Good morning. I have been I have been uh, listening and the precision in your words and like the aforementioned caller said, you know, just being able to go back and thoroughly give decision to the a declaration to um, edify and to declare the meaning and the foundation for the format on which you speak to make it relative, you know, it was very uh, enlightening for me. And uh, the formation caller mentioned something about the children. Now I have a wayward child, which I gave to God. I'm working on the inner me, something in the pandemic that the demon was telling me not to aspire to the goals that God has given me, but also what hit me square between my where in my heart was that, you know, I had been um, um, going through different things, trying to decide whether or not I was going to stay with the church fellowship that I had been with over the last 17 years. And, you know, they had brought in some pastors, and the pastor that they had to meet in front of the congregation was the same gender-loving pastor. And um, I just don't see that working with me. You know, and um, if you can, if you as a as a pastor can have this person to preside over your fellowship, then that doesn't say too much about the declaration and the decision making as you as a pastor, and it doesn't speak to me about the clarity. So you allow me to bring life, and you allow that uh, that to bring some um, a foundation to my decision making process. Not that I wasn't sure because I take everything before the Lord in prayer, but it was just interesting to me, and that was just God speaking to me to give edification to what he had already put in my heart. So those dry bones will just have to fade away. And i just like to thank you, because God truly used you this morning in my spirit. Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you. Good morning. This is beloved Barb. I enjoyed your declaration. I am so happy that this month's theme is new. Uh, My bones, well, I hate to admit it, but my bones have been feeling a little dry the past week. Um, As we get deeper into it looks like what's going to be a second round of the pandemic, I tend to feel a little paralyzed. So I'm, I'm embarrassed to say that. But I'm not embarrassed to ask for prayer for it. So I'm keeping Jesus in my ear, staying in the word. But I solicit your prayers and my strength. Thank you so much. Yes, we'll definitely keep you in prayer. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Thank you for your decoration. 
Um, yes, uh, this pandemic, you know, uh, I am on fire for the Lord right now, and, you know, I, I'm seeking him, and, and my, you know, spirit is just keep going, and I just hope that God keeps me with this fire lit, you know, you know, uh, starting to understand his word, but then this morning, all weekend, I, I, uh, my, I'm praying for the community and the children uh, that's going back to school, and then I'm starting school myself, and, you know, I know I can do all things through Jesus Christ, you know, but like you said, the noise in your head, you know, telling me this morning, and uh kind of got me fearful, uh, you know, but I know it's God who have fear, you know, so I asked him, God on my, you know, just help me, Lord, to uh, look at the situation because my granddaughters, you know, back when they were in school last before the epidemic, they were getting bullied, you know, and I had to stay at the school. You know, they're in ninth grade now going to high school. So I said, oh, Lord Jesus, but I got to look. You made me uh, in my spirit to look at God, you know, through the situation right. and get out of here, fear, because, you know, now they're going to be catching these buses and just feel this second string of this COVID. We all had COVID. We beat it, you know, and uh, they haven't been vaccinated. So I'm just praying for all the children in this community uh, in this Bayview that God, you know, look at God. And so with every situation that they're going, you know, going to school to protect and cover him, you know, with the, with the blood. Because I can't sit in high school with him because I'm trying to go to school for my GED, you know, for myself uh, and still learning the word to be in my heart. But, yeah, I, I just like, God help me this morning. They're going, you got him. You're going to cover him. You're going to cover all the children. You know, to yes, stop yes. bullying, stop, you know, because this is a time we need to come together. And then, like you said, I need to have a word up in my heart so then if I do get in the situation, that I would be able to speak, see God and not my flesh, you know, uh, yeah. responding the wrong yeah. way. So I thank you for your decoration that I can, so I'm going to look, I'm going to just press and see God, in, you know, any situation because they got to go to school. So this is the first day and I'm starting uh, San Francisco City College, you know, to get my GED, and I'm grateful and thankful. Even the age I am, 59 years old, it don't matter the age, I can do no, it. Does. Hello? Hello? We can't hear you. Did she get knocked off? Oh, Lord. Um, But I want to speak to what she was saying in terms of the children in school. And um, I know when my son was going to school in high school, you know, we we can speak over our children's lives. Um, I used to anoint his head and pray with him before he leaves and, you know, speak the word over him. And so I really want to encourage, you know, parents, parents, to, you know, speak the word and, you know, pray with your children before they leave to go to school because, you know, there is so much that they face with bullying and just everything that happens within, you know, peer pressure and, you know, all kinds of things can come towards them. So just, you know, pray over them and cover them before they leave. Yeah, I don't know what happened to the phone, but I heard you. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. 
Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Go ahead. Who was that? Oh, this was Christina. I was just going to say great declaration. Um, thanks for reminding us that uh, we don't have to lose hope in um, the word and the power of the word and speaking life into anything that's a dead situation. And we have the authority to speak over our neighborhood to protect the children mm-hmm. and everything. Thank you so much for that. And it was an awesome declaration. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, there was another voice. Good morning. This is Kind Kim. Good morning. And I just want, good morning. Good morning. I just want to say thanks for everything. I truly thank God again for the entire family. I want to let everybody know that I made it home safely. Um, the memorial went well. Of course, the enemy is busy, so some things transpired afterwards. But we all know that God does his job 24-7 just like the devil does. And you guys' prayer was with me the entire time. And, um, again, I just thank God for each of you. Amen. Well, thank God for you, and thank God you made it home safely. And we'll keep your family in our prayer. Thank you so much. Is there anyone else? Well, um, we'll go ahead and close it out this morning. Sorry, my voice is almost gone. Um, We'll go ahead and close it out this morning and um, just wanted to encourage you um, to really uh, trust God, you know, the situations in your life, you know, just give them over to him and know that, you know, he's able, he's able to do you know, things that we can't even imagine. He says that he, he can do the impossible in our lives, you know, that all things are possible with God. And so if we just really turn things over to God and trust him to do it, he can bring those dead situations, those dead communities, things that need life spoken into them, a new, new vision. <clears throat> so let us close out in prayer. Father God, we just come to you this morning, God, thanking you, God, for your word this morning, God. Thank you, God, for using me, God, to speak to your children, God. I pray, Lord, that um, they would begin to go forth, God, and that they would begin to, um, the things in their lives that they had thought were dead, God, we know that you can bring life to them again, God. Help us trust you, God, and believe in you, God. Help us to see you, God, and know you with all our heart and mind and soul, God. Help us to hear your word, God, and let us speak life into the things that are dead in our life, God. God, we pray, Lord, that you would bless our children, God, as they go off to school, God, this year, God, that you would cover them, God, and put a hedge of protection around them, God. God, we pray, Lord, that you would keep them strong, God, that nothing would come near them, God. God, I pray, Lord, that you would bless our communities, God, and those areas of the community that seem dead, God. We know, God, that you are able, God. God, I pray, Lord, that you would give us strength, God, to go forth and speak into the lives of people in our family, God. God, that you would give us strength, God, to deal with situations in our lives, God, with parents that have Alzheimer's and children and family members that have mental issues, God, that this pandemic has not been easy for many of us, God. We're dealing with anxiety and depression, God. And I pray, Lord, that you would 
help us to turn to you, God, because you are able, God, to do all things, God. And I just pray, Lord, that you would give us the strength, God, to study your word and to know your word and to speak your word so that life can come forth, God, in those situations. God, we just give you all the glory and the praise in the name of Jesus. Amen. I love you all to life. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day, everyone. Come join us tonight, 6.30, 7.30, Marriage Matters. Yes, Marriage Matters. <laughs>
singing the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking 
singing the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking 
in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking 
singing the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walk 
walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walk 
walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walk 
walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared It's God. 